Welcome to the Talk to Talk Club podcast where I talk about anything and everything. And today I wanted to talk about attachment styles. And I know what you're thinking. And yes, everybody has one. Unless you're some type of subhuman that lives on the planet delusional, I guarantee one of these attachment styles apply to you. So for us regular human beings, your attachment style stems from how you were cared for by your caregiver. There are four main attachment styles, secure, anxious, avoidant, and fearful avoidant, which some people call disorganized. So without further ado, I'm going to break down each attachment style and explain the psychology behind them. Have you ever dated someone who wants to know where you're at all the time and they go through your phone more than you do? and occasionally drive past your house like your personal stalker, chances is that person probably has an anxious attachment style. This stems from their caregivers being inconsistent, unpredictable with their affection, and sometimes overly involved. And according to Dr. Dan Brannett, people with anxious attachment style have low self-esteem, usually very needy, and want to be close to others, but are afraid that people don't want them. These traits can be traced back to trauma, neglect, early separation from parents, and long hospitalization. If you have an anxious attachment style and you're in a relationship, learning how to express your emotions and ask for what you need can help you be clear in your relationship along with therapy. And for those dating someone with an anxious attachment style, if your partner is sitting so close to you that they're literally breathing your own air, they're not crazy, just a little anxious. Moving on. Do you have a parent that doesn't really show emotion or avoids feelings like they're allergic to them? Chances are they have an avoidant attachment style and this results in them having troubles getting close to people and trust in people. People with this attachment style had parents that weren't responsive, often dismissive, and distant. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I have an avoidant attachment style. When I was younger, my parents split up and my mom moved me, my brother, and my sister to New York. And at the time, my dad was in the Air Force. So I couldn't see him as much as I wanted to, But no matter where he was stationed at, he always made it a point to come see his kids. The problem came when it was time for him to leave and go back to wherever he was stationed at. I remember sobbing so much that I couldn't even see because of all the tears. And instead of my mom and my grandma consoling me, they would say things like stop crying, be a man. And you have to remember, I was a little kid. I didn't know what be a man meant. I only knew how to be a child. So after this cycle of my dad coming to visit, him leaving, me crying, and my mom and grandma not consoling me, I stopped relying on people for emotional support. This became a huge problem in my relationships and my friendships. And my friends know they'll probably be doing the heavy lifting in the friendship. I'm so used to being a loner that I don't even realize when I haven't talked to somebody in a long time. 
And if left to my own devices, it will probably be months before I contact half of them. And I know this is going to sound weird, but keeping up with them and keeping in contact with them feels like a job. And I love them all to death, but it's just that avoidance in me. And it took me 20 years to figure out that I had an avoidant attachment style. Even till this day, I get these feelings or my mind tries to tell me that I'm being smothered or I need to escape. But now I have enough self-awareness to know that's just my mind trying to trick me. My girl isn't smothering me and I don't need to go anywhere. And to my fellow avoidance, you are capable of love. It just takes a little work. Next one. Have you ever been in a relationship with someone that gives you space, that doesn't call you a million times or put a tracking device in your purse or jacket? Nine out of 10 chances that person has a secure attachment style. Those who have secure attachment styles had caregivers that were responsive and attuned to their child's needs. This helped the child develop a good sense of self, openly expressive, and like being around others without feeling anxious. If you're a parent that's responsive in managing your kids' needs, along with your own stress in a healthy way, you can help your child develop a secure relationship with others. Last but not least, have you ever met someone who seemed like an emotional roller coaster or felt like you were playing dodgeball, but instead of dodging balls, you were dodging emotions? Chances is that person probably has a disorganized attachment style. People with this attachment style had caregivers who ignored their needs or had a chaotic behavior that was scary and traumatizing, and their caregiver might have had their own emotional problems as well. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. My girl has a disorganized attachment style. I thought it would be cool to have her on the show to talk about it, but I know she's not comfortable with coming on a podcast yet, so I wouldn't ask that of her. And for those who haven't seen episode one, I talk about my girl having complex personality disorder. But she did send a message that I could share with you about how it feels to live with a disorganized personality disorder from her perspective. She says it's hot and cold. It's a consistent fear you're going to cheat or you're not interested in me. A constant reminder that I shouldn't commit or trust you because you'll just hurt me. And on the other hand, I would love nothing more but to have a deep, intimate, secure relationship. When you've gone through a certain kind of pain, you never want to feel that pain again. It's your child mind begging you to let someone in and your adult mind shutting them out. So you never risk feeling that pain again. And I just want to say thank you, baby. And I'm proud of you because I know it wasn't easy sharing that with me, especially knowing I was going to use it for the podcast. At the end of the day, no matter what your attachment style is, we all deserve love and respect. But we also need to look for help so we can grow not only for ourselves, but for our partners. And if you found this episode helpful, share it with someone and maybe it can help them too. Once again, it's the Talk to Talk Club podcast. Like, subscribe, and I'll see you next time.